0: friends in faith, and welcome back to Pondering Putan, the devotional podcast where we read and discuss chapters from God's holy book, Grimardi High School. Today we'll be discussing chapter six, uh, what I think is a rather profound chapter, with some very important teachings about humility and vice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wouldn't you agree? Um, I know in the past we've um like you and me personally have uh had these discussions i know chapter six is really important to you um yeah. <laughs> on a devotional from a devotional perspective so yeah. i figured i would just like let you because you've spoken so beautifully about it in the past and what it means to you yeah i figured i would just let you like speak first um because it really is such a powerful chapter
1: Um, yeah, I mean, this really is the first appearance of our Lord and Savior. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, it it is. It's,
0: um, but go on. Sorry, I I interrupted you. Yeah.
1: Um, and part of what's so profound in, um, you know, this passage in particular, um, is that we are being introduced to, um... This holy figure that, of course, everyone um, knows and is familiar with, and I am sure everyone listening to this podcast feels um, very strongly and uh, you know has very devout feelings towards. Um, but uh, his name is not is not given here. Um, mm-hmm. You know the the name is withheld from us. We have to like mm-hmm. sit in the namelessness for a little bit. Um, that's definitely one of the parts that's like most profound to me about this chapter.
0: Yeah, yeah, the the divine mystery.
1: Yes. Um where
0: the the name is not given because uh perhaps like well, of course like Kamiyama is um our, almost our surrogate uh like in this journey of discovery and faith. Yeah. Um in um, like and in it, the text. And it it's
1: kind of brought in by Hayashida who um we are also we've been introduced to previously. Um Hayashida mm, the prophet. Yeah, is the one who uh earlier in a, in a previous passage we see um having this this faith in uh Kamiyama, despite like Kamiyama's seeming um out of placeness, right? And and gives us this mm-hmm. parable of uh, the bunny that lives among lions that this is like the, mm-hmm. the the king of kings um it is not the lions the normal king of the the you know the desert um but rather the king of kings is the bunny that is able to um exist and live among them and sort of identifies yeah. that as kamiyama um and here the, the king
0: of peace yes. the king who can reign through peace yes um who can overturn like the The fallen way of the world, which yes. is the rule through violence, like the rule of the stronger, um which obviously leads leads to the the trials um, total, that total like right, and total like morallessness. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like the fallen world of Cromarty High School. Um, but yes, like Hayashida making this prophecy, um, yes, the king of Kings who reigns through peace who will usher in this new era um is is definitely at play here
1: yeah and it, it's it's uh i think significant here that um you know the the prophecy at first seems to be at odds with our understanding of kamiyama as um the king of peace which is specifically uh he says well if you can beat him and him is of course bold here for the the significance of this figure we're going to to encounter mm-hmm. um but to you know this a er- un- still using this terminology of the world in which they live, which is this terminology of violence of like beating others. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as we will find out, um, and I mean, we, we just get the like initial, um, moment of awe in this passage. We haven't even gotten into, uh, how this continues. Um, but I, I'm sure everyone who uh, is joining us and for, for this, uh, study of this book, um, like, I'm sure you've all read it many times before. Uh, we all know at this point, once you return to this, that Kamiyama is not going to like physically, uh, violently beat, uh, Freddie, but rather bring h- Freddie. Um, I've, I've given the name here, but, uh, the unnamed, um, bring him into,
0: who, who of course we later know. Yes. Who
1: all, all of us know
0: to be Freddie. Yes. Our Lord and Savior. Yeah. Um, one thing that I think is really, um, that's really moving about this chapter and the way it's constructed is like, again, Kamiyama is kind of the audience's, um, surrogate. Uh, so the things, the lessons that Kamiyama is learning, um, are lessons that the audience learns as well. Yeah. Um, through his like errors and his, um, and his tribulations. Um, and here, this chapter is, is really fascinating because we start in this place where Kamiyama's desire to clean up the school only grew stronger as the days went by. Um, so Kamiyama like, like the viewer has is in this fallen world and understands that the world is, um, it's not perfect. Um, and it's flawed and, uh, like it, it needs some sort of transformation reform in order to become like just again um so in this like kamiyama is um i think the viewer like the reader identifies with kamiyama um you know as we all do um in this faith uh knowing that the world needs that transformation yeah um in order to like get past this violence um but then kamiyama What's interesting is how quickly he falls into vice, like in his own quest uh, to to reform the world, right? Like Kamiyama as just like not our savior, as just a mortal, um, a fallible mortal like us. uh, Even if he has the right intentions and he sees like the the folly of the world and and wants to um like live a just life and make the world more just um he instantly like succumbs to the ways of the world in that like um once he learns about the the existence of the savior um he goes to like to challenge him yeah um and to like battle him um and he immediately like resorts to this violence because that's just you know um The way of the fallen world. Uh, And then Kamiyama, once he meets the savior, has to be shown, like, how the folly of his ways. And he is humbled. Um,
1: Yes, he's misinterpreted the uh, to some degree. Or perhaps there's different ways to, like, interpret what's happening here. But he's misheard or or misinterpreted what um, Hayashida is saying to him by you need to beat him um and you know there are there's of course space within the faith to to have these debates about whether um is it that hayashida actually does sort of truly know the future of what is going to come um and is is speaking within like the language that the people would know um or this Hayashida only know that Kamiyama is going to be the one to beat him, but does not actually understand how that word, um, the meaning of that is going to change throughout the course of this.
0: Right. Um, yeah. Hayashida's in, in his role as like the prophet here. Yeah. It is very ambiguous. Um, as, as prophecies always are. Um, they always have the, you know, the, the layers of meaning um, that continue to like reveal themselves, um, as like the, uh, the soteriology, uh, of the, of the text becomes more and more like revealed, um, which, which is definitely fascinating. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, that, to me, I think that's really the core, um, of this chapter is, uh, like Kamiyama's, um, his good intentions, um, but like the irony of like how quickly his good intentions succumb to, he becomes like just like another, another thug, um, in this world. And then the revelation of the savior, um, which I don't know if you want to talk about, uh, well, before this, we get there, this too, I scene. mean,
1: I think that this ties into the reveal scene, but I, I want to help set it up with the way that this passage sets it up. Um Absolutely. Which is um I think a, a really key part of this um and, and why it's so important that within this passage um he remains unnamed, even though of course he will uh soon be given a name. Um this we can talk about this when we get to the next chapter, the the significance mm-hmm. as well that the name comes from others and not from um you know, the currently unnamed figure um, himself. But uh, there's also the, this dialogue that occurs between Hayashida and Kamiyama um, where he's sort of saying, what's his name? Uh, I want to at least go and see what he looks like. Uh, and Hayashida says, I couldn't tell you. Um, and, Kamiya kind of reacts with shock at first, being like, "Well, if I don't know his name, how am I going to know him when I find him? Um, I need. I. I still believe within myself that I need an, the name to, like, be able to uh, to make this to identification and this understanding. Yes. Yeah. Um. And very. And you know the way it's it's portrayed too. This very serene, like eyes closed, um, full of understanding, as Hayashida often does, and this kind of um. this way that definitely feels like this, uh, divine, like he does not fully sagely. Yeah. Sagely. Like he doesn't fully have the actual understanding himself and yet he can still convey the understanding. Um, it's kind of like a key part of of the prophet Hayashida here. Um, but he says, Mm. just go there. You'll see. Um,
0: and I do love the illustration in this panel with the darkened like expression, but just the like darkened because of, um, the obscurity of the knowledge yes uh but also like his expression just being at peace which i think you brought out beautifully
1: yeah um so do we want to get to the reveal here sure um
0: the the other uh, aspect that i think uh would be good to like um for context um is so kamiyama like does um uh, follow Hayashita's words. He goes on faith, um, which I think is significant. Yes. Uh, to the place to Class Three, um, and when he gets there, at first Class Three appears to be just like even worse, like the most like violent scene that we that we've encountered yet. Yes. Um, where there's just countless like we have you know um, three panels here where it's just panning around like the, the various students in the class and they're all holding weapons. Yeah.
1: Nearly everyone is brandishing some sort of weapon. Um, you know, kendo sticks, a golf club, even, um, baseball bat. Yeah. Um,
0: but, and, and again, going back to like the beginning of the discussion, this is kind of like, um, symbolic. It's almost symbolic in that like, Uh, This this state of like lawlessness and morallessness, uh, this hyper exaggerated state, um, is almost represented here, where it's like okay yeah yeah yeah, like everyone here is violent. This is just like a state of total like yes, like combat or tension or whatever. Well, Um, and
1: we and we see within uh, Kamiyama as well this acknowledgement of um, like we we had heard before about the rabbit that can exist among lions but now we get some of that interiority of what that means which is to look around at all of the this state of violence and to no longer fear uh those who you're with to to have like lost mm-hmm. that to to believe to some degree that you might be able to hold power over them um in a way that like at the beginning he did not have um, he says, even here, I feel like I could even beat some of them in a fight. Um, and I think it's important for the the spiritual journey that Kamiyama is going through um, that it, it is not that he always remains sort of above that world, but that he has to actually pass through it to get to mm-hmm. uh, Freddy. That he has to take on aspects of it.
0: Absolutely. Um, well, and this is the journey of um, uh, again, this is like the journey of the pilgrim and faith. Mm-hmm. um that we're all like born into this world um all of us go through the world um and its ways uh and and internalize that to a degree
1: yeah uh, but we <laughs> also have
0: to learn like to have uh s- strength in faith in the face of like uh this violence outside of us and also the part of that violence that we've internalized
1: yeah um, but also that we cannot be fully blamed for um, in this mode of survival, taking on some of these elements, as long as we are working to like push through it rather than just remain there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so with that, uh,
0: Kamiyama looks around at this scene and concludes like, there is no way the savior is here amidst all of this. Yeah. Um Amidst all the like all of this just villainy, there's no way. Um so he turns around to to leave the class, um, and then we get the reveal uh of our, our savior.
1: Yes, he he doubts, uh turns, even closes the door to the class, and then decides to open once again. Um to, to still have that faith of, even though I've come and seen, I did not find what I was told. I Like, I did not have the experience of seeing and coming to an understanding. And so I'm still going to return, even though, um, you know, I've already done m- my first attempt at this. Yeah. I'm not going to fully give up. Um,
0: the and, second stroke of
1: faith. Yeah. Um, um, and so for the reveal... Um, you, you can let me know if you have a different idea but as I often do during these um, studies I like to bring um, additional outside sources to sort of uh, help us understand some aspects of the text uh, mm. perhaps help relate it to um, other other things that might kind of exist in our in our uh, current modern existence because of course we we are speaking here from the year uh, 2022 Um and as people know, this this text is quite old. Um, I believe it was published in like what 2002 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah there's, 2001 there's some even. 2001. Textual um, criticism
0: is still trying to sort out which chapters were published. Yes. You know, but um, when and where. Um, but I think that's that's the consensus is around 2001, 2002.
1: Yes. Um, but so I'm gonna, I'm gonna send this to you. Uh, we can sort of, we can go through this, um, journey together as well and maybe briefly talk about it. Um, Absolutely. as we sort of go through, uh, and then we can come to our own sort of, uh, reveals and they will of course be lesser reveals than this reveal of the currently unnamed, uh, who we will come to know as Freddy. Um, but I'll, I'll send this over to you. Um,
0: Ah, I see. Okay. Um, yeah, it's uh, this. This seems like a very uh, a very
1: good source here
0: yeah. for uh, um, um, per- personal like revelation.
1: Yes. So um, we we will go through. Um, And we can just start at, uh, so what we are going to be doing just for, for listeners at home, we will be, um, going through a sequence of, uh, questions or sometimes even commands. Um, and then we will, we will have to give something that we feel represents us. And at the end we will Mm. arrive at something. Um, so for this first one, uh, the command that is being being given to us is pick a color to impulse dye your hair. Uh, this one's Mm. quite easy for me. I already have pink hair. So I'm going to choose this neon pink option, but I don't know if you want to read some of the other ones and and uh, tell me your, you know, what you've landed on here, Connor.
0: Uh, so I've chosen platinum, um, mm. just because that's the only. Uh, th- so I have a little gray in my hair. Yeah, um, there are times like I've always felt like if I went gray or like white, uh, early in my life. I would just be cool with it. Um, Yeah. Like, I would just totally just accept it and it would, it would, uh, like be a really interesting look. So, um, platinum, I think is like the closest to that. Silver, um, silver would be good. So, uh, that's what I'm choosing.
1: Yeah, Some other options for those at home I will of course um, include this as a work cited For, for this episode But uh, lavender, bright green, light blue Just shave that shit off I'll just give myself bangs uh, Big bird, yellow Black and bright red The other options mm. um, So this next command Given to us is Choose a song to sob sing in your car um, And the thing is I, I'm looking at this. I have a feeling what it might be for you. Um, I do mm-hmm. not want to speak for you though. You don't, you um, don't say. Yes. <laughs> there there
0: are many songs. You, you just, you know, my faith, my faith journey. I, so I well. do. Um,
1: yeah. There, there, there are some songs here um, that I might actually, including the one that I suspect you might pick that I might uh, in general enjoy more. But it, when it comes to sob singing, uh, I'm going to be a little bit of a messy bitch and do dancing on my own by Robin um great song yeah it's it's a good one for like like some of these other ones here like ironic by alanis morissette i like that song but not for like sob singing you know it just has a slightly different vibe it hits a little bit different
0: yeah so mine as you would as you might expect is purple rain by prince yeah um yeah uh another another one of um the the key figures on my faith on my faith journey um, Prince yeah um I've cried many times uh, to to his music and the uh the holy joys found within so um, mm. it's gonna be purple rain
1: um a few other ones here uh, just to to list them off uh, I want to get better by bleachers Iris by the goo uh, the goo, goo dolls Bohemian Rhapsody by queen I'm not sure I know that one. Um please, please, please let me get what I want by The Smiths, Shallow by Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga, uh, I Wanna Know What Love Is by Foreigner and Total Eclipse of the Heart by Bonnie Taylor. Um mm-hmm. next question. What level of dad energy are you on? Um let's see. I think I think for me it is um I am not dad energy, I am full of mom energy. Mm-hmm but i could also possibly be i don't do any of these things because i'm a normal person but i don't know if you want to uh talk through some of the other ones on uh, the one that you're landing on
0: um i don't as i like approach more of this phase of my life um you know there's a lot of there's a lot of like memes and whatnot out there about dad energy mm-hmm. um i really don't like find myself falling into any of them like 99% of the time i i don't yeah um so probably the probably i don't do any of these things because i'm normal um i have been told that i like sneeze well I, i know that i sneeze loudly and yeah it's been pointed out to me often um but it's not like it doesn't sound like a wounded prehistoric animal so yeah um i think i think i'll probably i'll go with the sneeze why not okay
1: um, I've decided to go with mom energy rather than not the normal person. Cause I feel like that's not fully in the spirit of the, the task before us is to, to sort of claim, um, absence from this entirely. Um, other options. Mm. I prefer grandpa energy. I'll tell you about wild stories and chase you with my teeth. Um, I am full of puns and you'll hear all of them. I like to sit in a recliner with a beer in my hand and fall asleep watching American pickers. I like to grumble about the weather and anyone who touches my thermostat. My wardrobe is fairly dad-like, but that's simply because I am gay. Uh, I sometimes get the sudden desire to build a deck and I have some khaki shorts and a fishing hat I enjoy to wear on a summer day. Um, Next one. Uh, How about a question that would piss off a lot of pretentious rock people so I can weed them out now? Pick your favorite female pop artist. Now, for me... Uh, so one of them is <clears throat> do the Spice Girls still count, um, but that's not really me. Um, I think the the two big ones here that I'm debating between are Beyonce and Taylor Swift. And I, I feel like just for like my general vibes as a person, uh, Taylor Swift is honestly probably more the pick. Mm. Um, although I do like Beyonce a lot too. Um, there's also Lorde, um, Lana Del Rey, Ariana Grande, Billie Eilish, Lizzo, Lady Gaga, and Britney Spears.
0: Okay, so, I, I this question is problematic for me, because mm-hmm. it doesn't piss me off, um, but also, like, it, well, it doesn't piss me off, as the prompt, like, is suggested. But you um, are still a pretentious rock person? I, like, I, I wouldn't say that, even. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, looking at this list, I, I can't make an informed decision, because... I have not heard, like, an album's worth of music from any of these artists except for Taylor Swift. Well, then I guess it's Taylor Swift. I, th- I think it might be. Um, I have no commentary on Taylor Swift, though, but it, w- it will be Taylor Swift. Because yeah. that's the only person. I might have heard. No, I don't think Britney Spears either. Um, so, yeah, it's going to have to be Taylor Swift.
1: Uh, the next command for us, pick a cult classic movie. Uh, options here, Fight Club, This Is Spinal Tap, Evil Dead, Army of Darkness, Heathers, The Thing, Wet Hot American Summer, Head, I've Never Watched a Film in My Life and I Do Not Plan to Start, The Princess Bride, and Denny Darko. Um, I think normally... So for me, well, I'll let you go first if you have one right away.
0: Um, Army of Darkness was a big, was a big one uh, for yeah. me like when i was a lot younger because i saw it on like sci-fi channel and i was like holy shit um this is amazing uh and then i like am now you know a fan of i I like the evil dead yeah i like that franchise uh i also think the thing is an incredible movie and really enjoy that also um but it's gonna be evil dead army of darkness
1: Uh, so I had Evil Dead Army of Darkness as a pick, uh, Fight Club, because I have the whole, like, um, it's about being gay, but being repressed, and so it's about, like, when you think that the only time it's acceptable for a man to kiss you is when it hurts and burns your skin, um, and the other one here is Eraserhead, which I don't think is quite it, but I do want to call out that we're about to do it on, um, Ornate Stairwells, uh, but I think I'm gonna go with Fight Club here, just to, to be honest to Yeah. The fact that I have a my weird interpretation of it. Um, let's get question you hate out of the way and tell me your sign. Uh, so I am uh, Aries, which is a fire sign. Do you know what your sign is, Connor? <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I'm a Taurus, okay. which is an earth sign. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is part of our... We've talked about this in our other devotional yeah.
1: sessions. Um the other options are just the signs, so whatever. Uh, pick your ideal to consume potatoes. I'm a strong disliker of every potato pod- product, tater tots, chips, baked potatoes, home fries, curly fries, mashed potatoes, hash browns, waffle fries, potato wedges. I'm going to say waffle fries just because right now I could fuck up some waffle fries. Um, but I'm a yeah. fan of a lot of these. I
0: have a very uh, serious problem with potato foods in that... Like, I can't control myself around them. Um, I would eat all of these uncontrollably, without, with maybe the exception of chips. Um, But potato wedges are are the number one for me.
1: Um, Okay. Uh, Next one, pick a musical. There's a bunch of musicals here. Um, We're getting low on time, so I'm just going to pick one. You can pick one. Um, People will see them if they do this. I'm going to go with... I might go with Jesus Christ Superstar. That's a good musical. Sure. I don't know. I'm not too strong
0: for musicals, so I'm not taking that. I just don't know any. Um, or I've never like watched it, so yeah. I'll go with Jesus Christ Superstar.
1: Um, and then a the final one. There's a huge storm coming. Pick an activity to do. Clean the gutters right uh, now, right fucking now. Got clean the gutters. Just like keyboard smash stuff. Uh, make the comment, we really needed some rain at least three times. Uh, take a nap, watch the weather channel and repeat everything that I said like you just thought of it. Go stand on my back porch with my hands on my hips and whistle. Sit on the porch with a beer and nod solemnly at the gray sky. I think that's me. Uh, mow the lawn, baby. Uh, suggest my family goes to the airport Right net for, uh, now for a flight We have in two weeks just in case Take your mom to Chili's because it'll be slow Or dude are you okay
0: Um I I have been known to say
1: We really needed some rain <laughs> Okay So what did, you, what did you get
0: Uh I got the chain by Fleetwood Mac Me too Really Yeah that's well. There you go. Yeah. Um, that is just more evidence of our of our bond that has been honed over many years of um, devotion. Uh, yeah. Looking at the other options, uh I I feel like it would have been a better fit for me uh to get in the court of the Crimson King.
1: Um, yeah.
0: but I can't qu- can't question the logic of of uh this source of revelation.
1: Thank you for joining us today. Next time, we will be reading Chapter 7 from Volume 1. You can find the full schedule at exporta.io slash puton schedule if you have questions for us. Send them to ghostdiverspod at gmail.com. You can get early access to episodes of this podcast and many others becoming a $1 patron of the network at export.io and listen a week before the, the public feeds. Or for $5, you can get exclusive access to Pop Down Funk, a weekly podcast where Nora and Autumn roll a random and Pop and have to watch something from that media franchise. Uh, most recently, they watched um, Rock and Roll High School and Nora I hated it and autumn thought it was fine it was mid uh if you like this podcast please tell a friend they can find the fi- uh, free feed at export i export odd.io slash putan or by searching pondering putan on their podcast app of choice if you like listening to us talk you, we do a lot more of that over at ghost divers which you can find at export odd.io slash ghost divers or by searching ghost divers on your podcast app of choice uh, as this is going out uh currently we're doing serial experiments lane and the next episode is the conclusion uh the second half where we talk about it and the episode was fucking great. Um it was a really good one. So I highly recommend you listen to like watch the show if you haven't and listen to all those episodes. Um you can find the show at Pondering Puton on Twitter or just at Puton on co-host. You can find me at Foxwomnia on Twitter and co-host. We're gonna be able to find you, Connor. Uh
0: you can follow me at
1: Rabelais or B B L E A S uh on Twitter and co-host. Our opening theme is Ningen Nante by Yoshida Takarou, and taking us out today is We Will Rock You by Queen. Class dismissed. Class dismissed. Buddy, you're a boy, make a big noise, playing in the street, gonna be a big man someday. You got mud on your face, you big disgrace, kicking your can all over the place, singing We Will A big disgrace. Waving your banner all
0: over the place. We will